0: y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Winners Culture Podcast, where we like to tell you people who took unconventional routes or conventional routes just to get to success, and we highlight the journey instead of the glory. To my left, I have my co-host with me, I'm Blondie, and then to my right is Jamie Smalls. (laughs) Okay, it's it's just JJ. I like. And I'm just Daryl, man. One R, one Y, one L, man. Don't get that twisted uh today we have a very special guest a very special episode um i would like to say simply y'all ever sat next to a supermodel <laughs> <laughs> i have <laughs> <Favorite>. <laughs> uh, we have none other than roxy with us today man how you feeling
1: i'm feeling great Thanks you so much for having me guys uh,
0: thank you for thank joining you. us how y'all feeling man y'all good
2: yeah, yeah yeah it's well, listen, it's we, a day yeah. we here yeah, i'm we blessed here. <laughs> i'm we blessed it to another one that's it, you know it saying, out.
0: that's it that's all that matter uh so listen we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it when we was looking into um you know all of the things that you do you're a woman of many talents so for the people that sure. don't know you how would you describe yourself
1: Um, I would just describe myself as an expressionist. Okay. You know, I love to express myself in many different ways, whether that's, you know, music, poetry, Mm. um, acting, uh, set design, you know, or just many different things. Mm -hmm. But we can get all into (laughs) those.
0: (laughs) I respect that. So uh, how how did the journey begin for you?
1: So my journey began back home in Jamaica,
3: Okay. In Jamaica, you know, oh, man. so I can kind um, of hear the accent a little bit too.
1: Bye. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, um, back home in Jamaica, my sisters and I actually used to perform, we were a girl group. Wow. wow, yeah, so we were a girl group. Um, eventually, that stopped. My one of my sisters weren't really up for that, you know, she's a little <laughs> shy, so it didn't, it didn't happen for us. So, um, yeah, I came to the U.S at a young age, wow. um, and really everything, like, when I came here, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it real with y'all, I was in the house a lot, wow. a lot, like, my parents kept us home, we yeah. didn't really get to see the world much, because, you know, they came here, they're working, and mm-hmm. we're just in the house, we weren't able to go to school yet, so, we just spent a lot of time home, so, though I've been here for a very long time, yeah, it feels like... I really just came here when I was, like, 15 or so, wow, you know, okay. yeah. because we were so sheltered. Mm. And, yeah, so that's a huge part of my journey. And a uh, lot of my journey was, like, learning and maneuvering on my own. Wow. You know, finding friends to help me out and learning the U.S. So when you came, like when you
3: say you came here, where where is here? Like yeah, I came from, to, Philly, to Philly from Jamaica. To Philly, okay. Yeah. okay, so
1: I came to Philly from Jamaica. And I lived in I lived in West. Hey. Yeah, lived in yeah, West. Sure, I lived in okay. West. high school. Hey, you, you, high go. Go. <laughs> you know where I went to high school. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke. Okay. <laughs> so but that started at Dobbins actually. I went to Dobbins. Mm. Okay. Then I moved to Maryland and went to Potomac. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like to move. You know, I'm a little gypsy. Okay. <laughs> but and then I came back here. To Philly and went to Overbrook because my sister was going there. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: So, so when you was, you say you it started in Jamaica with your, with your sister doing a performance and yeah. all that. So when you went to, to Brook, what type of things was you into?
1: So when I went to Brook, I r- really was only running track. But when I went to Dobbins, I was there for hair and as wow. well as fashion design. Oh, okay. And I did, uh, that was where I actually did my first runway show at Dobbins. Okay. Yeah. I Followed my sister there because I grew up a tomboy. Okay. okay, I grew up a time where I was not into dresses, I was not into any of those things. <laughs> you wasn't catching me in heels, <laughs> nothing, okay, My middle school graduation, I made that a statement I wore, <laughs> I wore jeans and a tank, and everybody was like, "Oh, why she's not dressed up like young ladies should be this or that, mm-hmm. not this one, okay <laughs> so yeah,
3: so how did That's it go from from that? like how did you get into the modeling then you sister. understand? Yeah, wow. so
1: it's really like I was longing for this bond with her, mm. and wow. I couldn't reach her that way, the way that I was. So I tried to be, like, a little bit more girly to get into things that she likes so that wow. we can actually bond. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. So that's where it started, and actually she wanted to model, and I ended up being <laughs> the model, which, you know... Is, How'd I you know, feel about know. that? She doesn't really say anything, I mean...
3: Did you get the bond that you were looking for?
1: Nah, no. like,
3: It didn't even no, happen no. like that. That's crazy.
1: No, but it's cool. That's crazy. I, I got success. What? <laughs> so, yeah, so
3: how did you decide to pursue the career? Like, when did you decide you were going to take it there like okay. that? You know what I'm saying? So,
1: really, so after I did that first fashion show at Dobbins, mm-hmm. like, um, it was just such a thrill. Mm. Like, just everybody, like. Going off for me, you know, like hyping me up. I was like, okay, I can get into this, yeah, because like, like like I I said, like tomboy. So I was very shy, and I was like to myself, I wasn't very outspoken, right? So that kind of actually brought my confidence. Mm -hmm. Modeling itself Mm -hmm. brought me, brought me to my confidence. Wow. So after that first show, I loved it, loved how I felt, and then I was like, you know what? Wait, can I curse on here? I said, okay, look. I said, you know what? I am the shit. <laughs> fuck were they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, after that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start showing up to everything. Everyth- everywhere they're asking for a model, I'm going to present myself. Wow. So, I was on the internet. I was, like, doing my research. And, and I just started showing up everywhere. At different it- Yeah, it didn't matter, like, wow. what they were asking for. I'm presenting myself you take it or you leave it Mm. that's it like you can ask for a caucasian model with blue eyes but Mm. at the end of the day when you see me when you see me i can change your whole mood board Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and that actually happened it didn't happen then because i wasn't ready for that um just yet but this has happened you know throughout my career where they're like looking for a certain thing and then Decide, like, okay, you know what? Scratch that. We saw her. We're going to use her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those moments are just very reassuring for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: You're like a chameleon. I am. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because that's not easy. You know, all of this having the courage to show up, even though they have a specific description. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that's challenging. Like, you know, with being a model. Like, so can you share... Like, some of the nuances of modeling, like, what it's like. Because people think you just stand in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. And you don't. They think it's You know? Listen to me.
1: Okay, so there's (laughs) so many different
2: things.
1: (laughs) For starters, you can show up and be too pretty for a casting. Wow. And they'll tell you that at the door. You're too pretty. Keep it moving. Mm -hmm. They don't filter anything. Mm. So, and I'll tell you, actually, so when I first... I actually went to New York and did my first show or did my first casting because I didn't even book it, okay? Did my first casting. I thought I was, you know, doing everything here because I'd already outgrown Philly. Mm-hmm. So I go to New York knowing that I'm the shit, right? They're like, you walking too slow. You know, (laughs) this is not it. I'm like, okay, so I got to go back and rethink and see what they're doing in New York because what I was doing was good for Philly.
0: Right. You know,
1: but not those New York shows. Okay. So um, that's definitely, we as models, we present ourselves every day based on our looks, first and foremost, and we're judged by that immediately. And is you're good enough or you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. So that can be very hard on someone who hasn't quite built that confidence up right. to know that they don't need to take that personally, you know. So that definitely hit me hard when I was when I first moved to New York. Mm-hmm. You know, I was too skinny, and, or like not tall enough. Mm-hmm. And in Philadelphia, you know. Right. I'm the tallest. Right. <laughs> I'm the tallest. These girls built different. Right, right. So, but yeah, so that can definitely kill your confidence. But you just have to learn not to take things personally and realize that these people behind these castings are actually, you know, looking for something to tell a story. And you may not be the character that they need for that story, mm-hmm. you know? And you just keep on moving yeah. today. Like, it's yes, yes or no. Like, that's it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did you have I mean, to, like, like practice how you looked on camera, like, practice your oh, looks? For like, sure.
1: I posed in the camera, posed in the mirror. Like, I would set up my camera self-timer and just pose, wow. you know, and see, and see how many different things I can come up with. Mm-hmm. And I would just have my cousins and my sisters shoot me, too. Right. You know? And I would also be on the other end.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And knowing how to work different things, lighting, so I know mm-hmm. which way to turn my head when someone else is doing it. Right, you know, different things like that. I definitely had to do the research. It didn't just come, obviously.
3: I think one time you had told me basically you had to to, to learn how to to play a play a role or get in character for like for like a picture, though. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like
1: yeah. So it's like I'm a different person when you put me in a different look. Yeah, that's really it. I present myself based on my look. Mm -hmm. I am a masterpiece. Like, I walk around that way. Mm -hmm. And I consider myself art Mm -hmm. in the sense where I dress myself up and then I take on that role. Mm -hmm. That's really what it is. Mm -hmm. If you see me in a gown and some gloves, of course I'm not going to be sitting like this. Mm -hmm. It's a different character. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It it shows in the pictures, though. It
3: It looks like you are that... That what you're portraying, right. you feel what I'm saying? More than you are just your yourself on a regular day. Yes. Like, that day you was whatever <laughs> you were supposed to be. You know what I'm saying?
1: And that's why I always tell people that modeling is really just another form of acting. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. just another expression. So you put me in something, and I know that that's the role I'm supposed to play. I'm going to play as well. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You know. Wow. I like
0: that. Wow. So <laughs> when you when you got here and you said you did your first fashion show, and that kind of instilled the confidence in you, you said that, you know, you craving a bond with your sister, and that's really why you pursued modeling. Did you have, like, any mentors that also guided you outside? No mentors. No mentors.
1: No mentors that so no like didn't really have the support from my family either. Wow. Um, But I don't know. Like, it's just something within me that just was like, okay, this is what you're going to do. Right. So right. I didn't really see it not happening for me. I loved it. You know, so regardless of who was there, who I knew wasn't. it was going to happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So And then even how you said, like, you took the initiative to do the research yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just presenting yourself at different, different events and then different castings, whether this is what you're looking for or this is sure. not what you're looking for. It's just like that type of confidence is amazing. One of the things that we wanted to ask is, like, I wanted to ask all of y'all, actually. <laughs> Do y'all feel like it's difficult to do something if you do not have someone around you who has done it or a mentor? Do y'all think like it's difficult?
3: Uh for me, it still be done. For me, it's definitely a thousand times more difficult mm-hmm. from yeah. from the times that that I've had people. First, I think it's two different things. Having a, a group of people around you mm-hmm. to help push towards a specific goal, y'all can keep each other focused. Right. Having a mentor can give you direction. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, the group of people, y'all, we, we, we all might not know where we're going. But yeah. if we're working hard, if we can keep each other focused, we can right. get there. That's true. Having somebody That's to show you the way is a whole different, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. A whole different ballgame. That's yeah. true. I agree. That's true.
2: Like, I'm more of a visual learner. Mm-hmm. Like, if you show me how to do something, you only have to show me once. And, mm. you know, I can keep doing it. But yeah. when I'm just out here blind, and it's discouraging, yeah. you know? It's, it's discouraging. And you have to really want it to keep going, like, that's you know, and not have any type of guidance or, like, know-how or just, mm-hmm. you know, something to refer back to. I or agree with like, that a thousand percent. I'm a heavy, like, I I read the pamphlets. I read the directions. <laughs> I read the instructions. <laughs> that's yeah. not I need a manual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think that's a great point. All of your points was great. I think it's just... Like, hearing how you said, like, with or without it, like, right. I went and found it myself. Mm-hmm. I did the research myself. I found these events myself. And then on top of that, I'm going to walk in the room like I belong here. Right. Even, even you if I don't. Even if I work. don't. They said blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh, you don't mean, got me I'm here. I
1: No, But seriously, crazy. though, even with that type of situation, <laughs> with the blonde hair, blue eye thing, like, you can't always get away with that. Mm. Because in New York, they have, like, I guess, some sort of security.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: So, and if you're not on the list, you're not on the list. But open calls, Mm -hmm. you can do that. But if they request casting calls, you can't do that. Right. (laughs) I mean, you could try, but you might be blacklisted. Oh, blacklisted. What do they mean? Meaning, like, you'll just be put on a list of people that shouldn't be worked with. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. But if you haven't really made a name for yourself, then go for it wow
0: you got this. Go for it. Rice. yeah i mean definitely <laughs> i didn't even these are all things that's why we asked because these are all things that people don't know about right. they think like mm-hmm. yeah sure? yeah i show up i stand <laughs> in front of the camera do A little walk. I, yeah i do a little walk mm-hmm. i turn at the end you know and it's so much deeper than that yeah. that's why we wanted you to explain that to people because i really believe that people think that it's sweet yeah. even the fact that you dove into like how you channeled a persona mm-hmm. that you were required to portray like people think that is sweet and like it's like method not. acting
2: yes. like you know like yeah. it's necessary yes
0: yes, yes. Uh, one of the things that you mentioned was relocation so what was the modeling scene like in Philadelphia and then what made you decide to relocate
1: okay so um the scene here was great and nice mm-hmm. you know for like Certain things, like, you could find certain shows that were, like, high-end. But really, a lot of the Philadelphia shows are, I would say, like, house shows. Okay. Whereas, though, it's not high fashion. Gotcha. So, when you're constantly doing these type of shows, you're kind of teaching yourself of the real experience if you're not walking that high-fashion walk. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we like to get extra and add things to our walks here mm-hmm. okay that's, we, true. that's that's the character of it mhm mm-hmm. and that's the culture mm-hmm. so but on a high fashion runway you can't do all that right so you go to places like new york like i did mm-hmm. and i'm um, walking like how i would walk in, in philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> that, that like, shit don't fly like, right <laughs> <laughs> what is going on that shit don't fly so <laughs> so we're going to have to redo that or was, you know, there, was it a time
3: when, like, somebody told you, like, "Yo, you can't"? Like, no. Oh,
1: okay. Yo, look. <laughs> so I went to the yeah I went to the casting and the woman was just like she looked at me. Mm-hmm. You know, I walked and she was like, and she said, "Walk again." That's when I knew I fucked up. <laughs> 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 so so I walked. I started walking before I can even finish walking. She said no. She said you're walking too slow, it doesn't look good. What 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 is this? Wow. I said, Oh, okay, okay. You ain't gonna tell me <laughs> front. I'm out of here. Wow. So, so it- but I stood there actually. I stayed there and I watched the other girls walk. I wanted to see what was going on, like what's yeah. the difference, you know, and who she was turning around and who she was keeping. Right. So, but you no, know, I had a little work to do. Did it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, having these, like, having these experiences, like, getting turned down or, like, just in the scene for the first time is a totally new experience. Was it a time that you thought, like, you wanted to give up? Like, this, not. No. It never was. A, no. You knew you was going to get it every. For sure.
0: That was fire. Love it. Yeah,
1: for <laughs> sure.
0: love it. And I think that's important, like, what she said. Like, sometimes, well, we was talking about this, you know, in the past, but about controlling the emotions because you could have just took that the complete wrong way, mm-hmm. walked out of the door, and missed a future opportunity, right. but instead yep. it was like, no, nah, what are you looking for? I'm going to stay here, I'm going to watch, I'm going Right. and
1: then I'm going to come right back. Yeah, but don't get me wrong, I was hurt. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> no. I, I can imagine it. I was hurt. I, I was like,
1: that. oh. Like, imagine coming from a place where you're the shit, you're the best, yeah. and, you know, sometimes showing up to these shows and you're the only one being paid, right? yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. you're thinking like, "Oh, I got this." Right,
2: I have shit.
0: Right, <laughs> I
2: had to Who's pack it up <laughs> and go back. <laughs> 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 but that was a great learning experience for you. It really you know? was.
1: It really was. And now today, mm-hmm. I, I laugh walk about in it. exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I walk in and I'm like, "Okay, well, eh, this wasn't meant for me." You know, yeah. you know, doesn't align with what I have going on. Right. That's it,
3: and I think that's why, like, sometimes like getting out of your your surroundings is so important because you could really think that you everything where you at exactly when the world so much exactly effort.
1: like mm-mm, just right here, buddy. <laughs> you got a lot of places to go. So yeah.
3: I want I want to ask y'all, do y'all, How do y'all feel about relocation in terms of trying to get to success? Do y'all think it's necessary in order to to re-success, or do you think you can stay where you at and
1: I don't think that it's a necessity, but I think everyone moves and learns differently. So yeah. you just do what works for you. Mm, yeah. um, some people really need to get up out of their hood because mm. the people there are the ones that's actually keeping them mm. there. You know, I told myself before I actually moved, I told myself that I was staying in Philadelphia for my niece and my nephew. Then I realized that that was just an excuse mm. and I was just too scared to move. So I finally had to move. Wow. I gave myself a year. I stopped modeling for a year, actually. Gave myself a year. Packed up my things within the year. I didn't talk about it much. So people were like, oh, is she still moving? Is it not? You know? Mm-hmm. My sister came in. We were rooming together at the time. And I had my, my everything packed. Everything packed up and ready to go. And she was like, oh, shit, you're really moving. Mm-hmm. So it's like the people around me didn't really think that I was moving, even though I said I was moving. Right. And it wasn't until I was gone for maybe like two months that people were like, oh, shit, you You're really serious. did it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like just the mentality of the people around you mm-hmm. can also keep you there. Right. Yeah. You know? And have you, you know, making up excuses yeah. just to go along with it.
2: That's a really good point. I was going to say, like, I agree with you. I don't think that it's necessary but it also depends on your environment. You know? Like, if you're sure. surrounded by goodness, good people, good energy, you know, you might not have to relocate to yes. find success because you have exactly. success around you. Right. So you can relocate based on just what you want to do, not to mm. get to a certain point. Right. So That's it just true. depends.
0: That's true. I don't think it's necessary either, in my opinion. I believe it depends on what you're trying to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but I think what you said is a great point because you could be a master in your area. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I know um, basketball players, They one of the key reasons why they start them touring when they're so young is because you could be the greatest on 63rd Street, but you go over to, you know what I'm saying, up South Philly, and somebody might have something for you, some type yeah, of competition. Exactly, yeah. And that's that's really what you need to realize. Like, you know, am I just the greatest here? Yeah. Or, you know, am I really dominating so I have in what in it takes craft? to
3: compete everywhere.
0: Exactly. And I think that's really what it boils down to. Um, another thing I wanted to ask everybody, do y'all feel like, as the more successful you become, that the less diverse the industry gets that you're in. Like, do y'all feel
3: that? Before way? that, before that, can we? Can you tell us a little bit what your industry looked like?
1: What it looks like? Yeah. Like when As you, far as what?
3: Like when you got into it, you see what I'm saying? And you got to New York and you seen the fashion industry, like for what it was, what what did it look like to you? you know what I'm saying.
1: Mm, what it looks like to me, white. Mm. White. <laughs> <laughs> and white and white as fuck. Plain <laughs> and So yeah. What else? <laughs> <laughs> so so D, what was your question? That's a part of the
0: reason why I asked, because it's like you know the, it's a it's a common, you know, statement that people say that the higher you go in the to t- a totem pole, the less diverse it becomes. Yeah. But I really feel like there are just certain industries that just are white. Exactly. Regardless. Yeah. High fashion being one of them. Exactly. And I just wanted to know y'all opinions. Do y'all feel like that statement would be true, that the higher you go, the less diverse the industry becomes?
1: It depends on the industry. Just like you said, the high fashion industry is white. Mm -hmm. You sprinkle a little black pepper Mm -hmm. every now and again, you know, but it's white.
3: I think um, I've been in a a couple different career paths, so I've been at at higher levels of a a couple different industries. So, um, in in from what I've seen in the engineering field, you know, from being around some some high level um, engineers, it's pretty white. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's, it's the pretty, music that we listening to every day is pretty white up there. Actually, almost all of the top the top guys right now, uh, outside of like Ali or Guru, right, are, are white. Right. Um, a lot of the the, the household guys. Majority of music, like industry guys, are white. Um, I actually had the privilege of of learning from some very great white guys. So shout out to y'all. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> really though, um, so it, it's definitely a uh, in that specific industry. I was actually watching Kanye uh, mm-hmm. Genius, it's and if you if you pay attention, every engineer it's from occasion. the time he started That's the truth. thirty years ago the truth. to right now has been a white man.
0: Yeah,
3: and most people not gonna pay attention to that, but like me as an engineer, I'm like, is anybody black ever gonna sit in this chair? Mm-hmm. And in that documentary, the answer is no. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's crazy. In the other place, I was, um, you know, as a as a coach, as a as a division one, you know, coach. Mm-hmm. It's pretty white. Same thing. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> 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 it's pretty white up there too. So, wow. Um, wow. I mean, that's a little bit more. I would say more expected to me though, because okay. in in my mind, like the music is predominantly black. Hip hop dominates the the culture. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying. So like to see that the people running it are white was a little shocking. Wow. But like in sports, you know, it's majority PWIs. Mm-hmm. It's it's majority. Um, the majority of the country is white, so it makes sense as to why it's so much, even though. The players, players play. right? <laughs> you what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's yeah. like I don't know. The answer to the question though is yes. <laughs> so, so how, how do you,
0: you how do you feel as far as like do you look at that as a ceiling in the industry as far as like us not having a, a massive amount of representation, or do you look at it as more so like a personal challenge to see as how far I could go?
1: Mm. Really neither okay (laughs) i just honestly i just see it as it is what it is and it's been like that and every year or every season we push for them to hire more black creatives whether it's models hairstylists or makeup artists just anyone who knows how to work with our skin but they add a little and then it's right back to normal you know um I can't say the name of the show, but yeah, recently I was looking at one of the brands that I really want to work with. They're, you know, on my list of brands I would like to work with and I saw their fashion show right? and it was nothing but white models and I was like just waiting, you Mm -hmm. know, and then they had three black models in the back.
2: Wow. That's it. Mm -hmm. Of course, I crossed that off my list, but that's it. Yeah. She is very white. I remember I did a um, I did hair for Fashion Week a few years ago, like right before COVID, and I, of course I was excited because right. it's New York Fashion Week. I was you know still a um, a hair student, and I was invited as a student to go and like you know still do yeah. hair. And I'm thinking, I don't know what I was thinking, but <laughs> it was New York Fashion Week, so me and my cousin packed up, we went, and um, all of the models were not black. They weren't all white, but you know some ethnic, but still not black and all of the makeup artists white mm-hmm. and the only the only um hairstylists that were black were the ones that were a part of the group that I came with mm-hmm. and that was one drop in the bucket you know right. and like she was saying they hire you know black creatives and black makeup artists but they only have one or two black models so it's like i all this all the all the people that I styled were Caucasian women, mm-hmm. so you know oh. I'm doing slick ponytails and I'm I got wax and hot combs <laughs> and and, all this and I just need a little eco style and a brush and, you know, oh this was good. God. She went right on, <laughs> she went out there. But just actually, hairspray.
1: one of my fashion week experiences was something like that where we didn't have um, any black hairstylists mm. at all, and this was the time when I had a big fro, so we didn't have any. Um, well, because this is not mine. But it's mine Because I bought it yeah, right. But um, Yeah so my natural hair I was waiting on hair right. I was one of the first Models there You know And hairstylists came Makeup artists came And they just start grabbing oh, You know people. all the white girls Like they're not Styling me And another black model Who are sitting together wow. Yeah and then They asked us to move Wow They asked us to move And they styled The white girls And we sat there Waiting for hair For a long time and then they just came and put some oil in my hair. That was it. And they did the girl's hair, but it didn't look great. Mm. I'm just like, are you kidding me? And wow. then they get upset. As far as makeup, they get upset when you, when you fix it yourself. They want to send you out there looking ashy and crazy. So
3: did you have to learn how to do it for yourself? Like, how did you start?
1: So, yeah, I learned how to do my makeup myself natural. Mm-hmm. like looking makeup right just youtube practice because let me tell you before my makeup was patchy, patchy, <laughs> and just not right okay but i had to learn
2: <laughs> wow makeup is a learning experience all the, the girls that get it get, get it. it and the girls that don't they don't
1: period
3: so you had mentioned right you had a you have a, a list of brands that you had wanted to work with and and stuff like that Mm -hmm. can you can you tell us about some of the the ones you already checked off some of the highlights of your your career thus far
1: well um so some of my highlights well okay my biggest that you can talk about obviously yeah. yeah that's what I'm like thinking right now I'm like okay which one's still running um so one of my biggest highlights you know I talked about how confidence I was here in Mm -hmm. Philadelphia before I moved so they used to call me young Kanye right right based on you know just me being cocky pretty much Mm -hmm. so they called me young Kanye and so my biggest highlight was actually going to New York and walking for Ye actually meeting him and you know conversing with him Mm -hmm. so that by far is my biggest highlight of my career and that was in 2017 i've done so much more but like that one that was the one at the the one at the garden you know
0: is that the one that was
1: um at roosevelt yeah okay yeah that was the longest runway i've ever graced so that was was exactly (laughs) Mm Mhm. how was he um he was chill Everybody Mm -hmm. everybody everyone asked that but i mean he was chill
2: it's not like he would be chaotic yeah, with yeah, her. Right. Like, <laughs> like, he, he doesn't even know me, so like, I'm
1: like, I'm just the model. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's a beautiful
0: man, man. I think yeah. uh, just to have that, like, I walked for Yay. Ye. Like, yeah, I walked
1: for Yay. Ye. Like, yep.
3: Yeah. Was that the moment you felt like you was established as a model? For or? sure. Okay.
1: And the crazy thing is that happened at the same time that I did BT. So mm. they were like a week apart. Wow. Yeah. Can you tell us and about the BET since you done? <laughs> since so done. the VT experience, um, I walked for a young thug. Mm. So he styled me and things like that. And it was, it was dope. Wow. It was a dope experience. And just to do that around the same time as Yeezy, Yeah. That's what, no, you knew. I was, that's what you, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, why? You know, <laughs> it was like, I did something. You know, like, take me back to that lady that said I wasn't walking right. <laughs> but <laughs> so, but yeah, those were some dope experiences. Also, um, another experience um, I cannot forget to mention was Nike because they wow. treated me so well. They treated me very well, and that's something that you can't always find yeah. in this industry. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them. I ain't sponsored or nothing. Y'all could. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> you, you Y'all not heard bad. that. You can. Don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can.
0: No, that's a beautiful <laughs> one. Uh, so after all of the accomplishments, the things that you have had, the highlights that you just spoke about, you know, um, being able to walk FIIA, working with Nike, working with all of these different, Brands. Um, I know you said you had crossed one off your list, but are there any other particular big ones that you like would love to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Versace. I love it.
1: For sure. Versace. That's actually the only one on my list Okay. right now.
3: Wow, you could cr- yeah. cross everything else
1: Because, you know, it wasn't black. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Versace. why Versace? I mean, because they're... Okay, Versace was actually on my list for a long time. Mm. But they're not one of the brands that put out that questionable shit gotcha. or what's questionable to white people, but we get it, mm. you know. So I'm still watching them, though. Don't slip up because <laughs> I might take that <laughs> invitation back.
2: So when we started the show, you said that you described yourself as an expressionist, mm-hmm. and I love that. Um, so would you say that modeling is a stepping stone for other endeavors or like what – for sure. yeah.
1: Like, I knew that I had many other talents. Mm-hmm. You know, I started elsewhere. But I knew that modeling would pay. It would mm-hmm. pay off. And it was coming in quick for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, okay, I have to focus on this to fully, you know, make the best of this craft right now so that I can actually get to where I want to be. And mm-hmm. then later on I'll be able to spread that and focus on the other things that I'm interested in.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I That's could tell because... I. I seen you on a commercial recently. I seen you on a billboard recently. I seen you <laughs> in the mall recently. <laughs> <What a> <laughs> <laughs> she branching out. <laughs> yeah, and
1: and those are residuals. Mm. Oh, just like uh, that, known. Yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <It's> like <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. All right. So for the for the for the young black women, you know, from West Philly or from Jamaica, you know, coming up or just for the aspiring models, could you give them some game on how to, you know. navigate in this space.
1: Yeah. So, I would say, don't let anyone tell you that you're too anything, mm. too short, too tall, you know, too thick, too thin. Go for it. The right people, the right opportunities will present themselves when you show up as the right you, the real you, mm. the authentic you. Just show up and be yourself. Don't try to be anything or anybody else. And don't Allow people to sway you from what you already know.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, I love it. What well, there you <laughs> have? I was about it, to say that was like, There you <laughs> have it. You know <laughs> what i'm saying? God, I some snaps. Seriously, that's 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 a great one. I would just say, man, just the confidence that you exude, and your story is just remarkable. So, there mm-hmm. you have it, y'all. Listen, uh where can they find you at on social media? To follow your journey, to support you, where can they find you at?
1: You can follow me on Instagram, the models underscore leader, T-H E M O D E L S underscore l e a d e r. They're gonna put it up there anyway. Probably. You already know right.
0: it, absolutely, bro. Where we can find you at? It's just JJ. It's just underscore JJ. Okay. And then to my left,
2: you can find me on Instagram at Blondie.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Knock On Wood Productions. Be sure to follow Studio Five Two Four Philly, that's what produces our podcast. Follow the Winners Culture for more content and episodes. But thank y'all for joining us. Send us to your aunt, your grandma, your nieces, your cousins, everybody. And uh, until next time, man, we see y'all. Peace.